Hello and welcome to YouTube's favorite comic book channel, Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. Want to remind everybody, we now have a Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon that you can join. Three different levels will give you access to videos early at the King Kayfaber level. You not only get all video access, you also get access to our recording sessions. So you get to sit in and uh, throw us questions in between some of these recording videos. Also, we are working cartoonists. The best way to support Cartoonist Kayfabe is to buy our books, and you see our bibliography on the screen in front of you right now. We also have some big books coming out this year. Hip Hop Family Tree from Ed Piscor will be out later this year. Pre-orders do now, and this one's probably going to sell out, so I would recommend putting your name on a pre-order to make sure you don't miss it. The third season of Red Room, Crypto Killers, will be starting up very soon. That'll be shipping monthly, four issues, each issue completely self-contained. There's the cover to issue one, cover to issue two. You can also buy the first two volumes of Red Room. You can buy three volumes of X-Men Grand Design, four volumes of Hip Hop Family Tree, and WYSIWYG if you have a really good store and it's still, uh, still available there. Snap that one up while you can. My next book is Street Angel Princess of Poverty. This will be out later this summer from Image Comics. It collects all of the Street Angel comics that are not in Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive, also available from Image Comics. Get them both. You'll have the complete Street Angel and a really nice set of books to go with it. I also have Hulk Grand Design and The Plain Janes available, and I'm posting my latest comics on my Patreon, patreon.com slash jimrug, so check that out to see my latest work. So, Ed, we are looking at a classic today, Al Williamson, one of the all-time great comic book artists, an incredible career, and we were lucky to have Scott Strong put this in our hand when we were in Columbus this past year. It's beautiful. It's basically an Al Williamson artist edition or artisan edition because it collects a whole bunch of his work, and uh, we're going to have a good time going through this, I think. Yeah, man. Behind us is dessert for today's recording day. There's a box from Scott Strong that oh, we have yet to open, so I can't wait because he always... He just hooks us up with the flyish shit. This book, it's another one of those books put up by Flesk Publishing. Oh, I love whenever they blow up a panel. Totally. Uh, we, we looked at the uh, the Nexus, the Steve Rude uh, Flesk uh, original art book. This really is an all-encompassing Al Williamson piece monograph. And at each stage of the book, at the beginning, and maybe even at the at the end as bookends of each chapter, you'll get to see a lot of like reference photos it, uh, that are just part of his process. And sometimes the artwork for that those photos were referenced from shows up like in the yes. pages that we look at. And it's a great clue into his process, man, because when I was a kid, uh, I got hold of those Russ Cochran the issues of like uh, Tales from the Crypt and things that were that were uh, put out just in regular comic format. Okay, go to page uh, go to page one twenty five. Yeah, by the way, everybody, Rick Veach here making an appearance who had been an assistant of Al Williamson back in his Star Wars uh, daily strip days. Yeah, I love seeing that kind of stuff. Like any of these photos of, uh, of of older generations before it was all documented so well. I love seeing it's right here. Yeah, <laughs> it's him, man. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> That's funny. It's a really good illustration, too, of what you get from, say, a photo reference versus, like, the finished piece, you know, as opposed to just tracing something off. Uh, you see some variation there, but what you get is some references to folds, some facial planes, things of that nature to just give you a nice, uh, clean drawing in the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there are just, like, wrinkle things that happen that How are much so do beautiful. You love? These kinds of shots, like works in progress, you know, we've already seen some like half inked panel where you still see the pencils coming through and then the tools. Yeah, look at this bullshit though, man. That feels like just like a fun thing to have, but inefficient as a worker. Cause like now I gotta like get my 
pen into that little hole to like get some ink. Is that what it is? I didn't know what that tool was. I thought it might be a sharpener. Yeah, like the the roundy thing. Okay, so like even this, that's still that hole is still too kind of tiny. I, I agree. I need a big area to just like because I don't need to be looking. I need to fucking dip. A hundred percent. And also, if you use one of these kinds of uh, ink wells, you end up getting ink like on your on the barrel. Right. Of so the pen. now it's all over your hand. hand. You're smudging on a paper. Yeah, I agree. Like I've uh, I've doctored up my own piece, but I still love seeing seeing the tools and the setups. Yeah. There's super, super a early. fair amount of this stuff too, like tracing paper overlays, studies, I guess, you know, I'm not even sure like what that would be. Uh... Take a look. I mean, we're looking at Juvenalia here, man. This is a very young, like if he got his first real big works in EC when he was 19, I mean, he might be fucking 12 here, you know, he might be 15. That's wild. Some sketches and, uh, you know, like life drawing sketches and things of that nature. Uh, the previous caption said, you know, like working out panel compositions and figures for panels that's kind of cool to think of because then what you throw it on a light table and, and put that compose your panel then which is what illustrators would do with photo references too and you can yeah. find examples of that throughout uh illustration history he's a big student of uh alex raymond and and hal foster and that's a move that those guys would use big photo guys this is amazing to me like seeing the ink stuff because you've got dry brush here on the bottom and then just gigantic pieces of ink that he's slapping down there on those figures and the reason i say that's so cool is because i often cite him as like maybe the best inker to to work and uh to see that he's doing that in the 50s you know like boy that ink was just his medium yeah it's more your photo references yeah totally so good right it's this story that was in those russ cochran books and i remember seeing it and just thinking like i'll never get to be this good to draw something like that to this day i still probably never will but to know that he used some photo stuff for folds and things that's that's adds a lot of illumination i like that somebody's drawing on the photo reference like having fun with it it could almost be white media too on that highlight. Like that's a hot lamp that he's standing next to. You know what's killer? Whenever I would first see like some of this EC art, I would look at it and just think like, how are those guys putting that amount of detail in knowing how much of that was going to be lost in the print? You know, right. like, like seeing the original art for EC era comics, it's mind blowing how delicate and fantastic, like the, the inking on this tree trunk, just way, way wild. So worth saying from this point, through about probably three quarters of the book to have an al williamson monograph shot from original art is to have a flegal gang artist edition of original art so you're seeing this is roy crankle uh the females like this might be a williamson female but like we're gonna see frazetta hand on these pages look at that funny tangent for like a shoulder line and jawline yeah <laughs> you know this is this is crankle this is Crankle all over this, and 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 Crankle is in the f photos with them. How impressive are these photos, just in terms of the values yeah. that they're ca capturing here? Like, it's black and white art. Like, these photos are all pretty impressive. It, yeah, it's true, and and I mean, they're they're lit, they're lighting them that way, and and even classic painting, Rembrandt has a certain lighting scheme that he would do to get the most interesting planes and angles and stuff so that's basically what they're doing so thoughtful though too is like you've got light in your foreground light in your background dark in the middle just simple compositional things that quite honestly i don't think people always think about today right 
Look at all the materials, man. Coquille board, just a panel pasted up. We saw some uh, Duotone previously, some zips, and then running your razor across to chop up the ink. Whoever thought to like do the razor thing is real fascinating because it just feels yeah. very degenerative. I think of Harriman so much with that, but I don't know that he invented it. But man, he used to cut the hell out of those old crazy cat pages. There's your Duotone. That's beautiful. Almost looks like he just dumped some on there to create those canals and things. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a wild mix. And this goes back to what I was saying about like, it's just so much effort to put into something that a lot of that's going to drop out. You know, like I, you couldn't have imagined 50 years from now, 60 years from now, they're going to be photographing the original art and they'll see all of this attention to detail. I like this kind of drawing. Looks like straight from the pulps. Almost a sketch. Yeah, it looks straight for like a spot illustration from the pulps. And I wonder if this reflects that this is a very young artist and he's just trying stuff. Like anything that comes to mind, like let's put it down and see how it looks. We looked at a lot of this work in the volume one and volume two of the EC covers uh, artist edition. Now, this is the one that definitely has all Flegals involved. That is a Frazetta woman right there. And I think Frazetta drew almost all the chicks in this. Uh, you got the white zip on top of the joint. Amazing. After and a run, razor blade. After you run the razor uh, on the inks. Yeah, that razor blade technique is something I don't feel like I ever see to, in today's No, uh, no not, not at all. Crinkle on the backgrounds when you get this kind of stuff. Look at the great depth. A lot of these white lines, too, look like they're planned. You know, it's not white media in most of these cases. Yeah, you it's see like, pencils. Uh, you see pencils playing in that stuff, man. And just beautiful. gorgeous, gorgeous compositions. Stunning how much you're using different texture to create these like different eras and, and different effects on a page that's, that's we're, we're gonna have to like individually do this strip as a video because it is often reprinted like I, I have this This comic in four different places. I think it showed up in wits end at one point I have like a, a kitchen sink comic that uh, This thing is reprinted in and probably like two or three other things pasted up lettering these guys just really really went went hard for it and and by the way like with all hands of the Flegals on it, legendarily, these guys would bang this out in like a weekend. Yeah. Because they want to play baseball. Marie Severin in an interview, she's like, oh yeah, those young boys, Frazetta and Williamson, they would come in, they would be carrying baseballs and have like uh, sla like shorts on. That's funny. It's a tour de force, you know, like these panels, like open panels, great silhouettes. That's interesting to me as like just a, a dry brush edge for your panel right and it was cool one of these panels was blown up in the uh, beginning of this chapter so you get a chance to really see it up close and personal that's kind of funny the white out the whole way around like what are you whiting out you see that red line too yeah you know like coding lines and st stuff like that these kind of abstract marks you never see this anymore either and that was a staple like a lot of people would do versions of that where it was almost just you're balancing out your composition with some blacks and it really isn't representative of anything except just we need more black in this page he was good for that too like even in like jrjr inking era and stuff atlas or comics era so this is your post dc now and uh, i've found reprints of some of like the atlas stuff and like marvel reprints maybe sure. in the 70s yeah where like all those ec dudes at least had a cup of coffee at marvel yeah and must have hated it we're gonna most of them didn't stick around we're gonna keep watching like the, there's photos for everything and we're gonna see al williamson at every stage of his life look at crankle's brow uh, that yeah. almost looks like it could be a there's uh, some a physiognomy there yeah now williamson looks like a million bucks big brain inside of that crankle head <laughs> Dapper These motherfucker, pictures man. kill me. They're amazing. Dapper. 
I feel like I, I would buy a book of justice photo references. Yeah. They're so constructed. But look, like he's got goddamn holsters and oh, like yeah. double belt. Like he's that's got a Western the actual era. toys. That's, that's, he's doing a uh, gunslinger. Yeah, that's an expense. You can expense <laughs> that. Be good for Halloween. Got to got to use these things to their max. Yeah. Look at some of these some more of those marks that you were talking about but just even the quick the pure drawing right? yeah like, like this is uh yeah you see two two gun kids so this is a western four marvel um probably dashing these out probably working at a quarter of the page rate of the ec comics maybe less yeah imagine taking that kind of pay cut doing some harvey yeah, superhero comics. Probably over top of somebody. Like, I look like he was inking over top of George Evans on that one thing you pointed out. I and mean, this is definitely somebody more kind of constipated. Yeah, sometimes you can find these reprinted as like blue ribbons. I don't know about this story in particular, but sometimes I find those in a dollar bin and it's surprising once you crack them open and see what's in there. There's there's one set I of photos this. that we just like, cannot miss so where he's doing his photos for Baldo Smudge. Look, he's like Ming the Merciless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's amazing. I would love to see this pulled back and see the light set up because he's getting some really cool lighting going on there. Boy, what is this? Like, is that just like super acid paper that's he, brown at this point? I feel like, you know, he got to do a couple of Flash Gordon comics, but not so many. And like all he wanted to do was some some Flash Gordon. Just like give the man his Flash Gordon, you know, like he's built for that. You've been looking at Hal Foster, right? Like how much do you see Hal Foster in his work? It's because it had to be one of his biggest influences. Like, like Alex Raymond cribbed uh, from Foster so much. Like, like I have this Foster book where it could show you the Prince Valiant page and it'll show you like a Flash Gordon where it's the same compositions and stuff. These have been reprinted too. Like these are something that you can find at a yeah. reasonable price. Yeah. And, you know, if Even you're at home enjoying Al Williamson, track him down. I mean, this is the uh, Marvel movie adaptation. So, like, you, you recognize him, you know, like, you could almost sing the song. Sing the song, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> then he invented this, like, Soupy Sky thing that he brought to those J.R. J.R. Daredevil. That's the first time I would have seen it. Pulled them shits off the rack as a kid, you know, and I just thought that that was so cool. To see the actual hand was, like, a very liberating thing to witness. You know, if you're an ink fan like the traditional pen and ink kind of fan like you look at this stuff and he's doing like the little noodling for texture on the stone like marble surface then like the foliage and leaves it's really uh it's really beautiful you know if you're if you're into that kind of line this is the shit dude yeah. we we looked at this comic as its own video and and we knew that he was modeling as baldo smudge but I mean, shot for shot, we're gonna see each of these pieces bear fruit as an illustration. I love that there's almost a persona re represented, right? Like he's playing these characters out, and he, it looks like he's just hamming it up for the camera too. It's so much fun. I love it. It's gotta, it's gotta be communicated visually. This is a beautiful story. Very impressive, and definitely one again, uh, as you say, Ed. We have a video of this, so go check it out because it's that inside baseball kind of, you know, behind the scenes of a comic artist we just saw that image in, in in photographic form around there somewhere and a story written by archie goodwin we're going to see archie in on the game and some of the photos uh, coming up soon how about that for using like that's a uh, a screen tone yeah 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 i got that down. screen tone that's pretty cool wow look at archie <laughs> with his pith helmet <laughs> he, he really looks like he should be in a set of chips or something he is such a distinct looking guy like you see all those caricatures of him throughout comics and it's and when you see the photo it's like unmistakable that's williamson's mom 
he's got her working. Must be his dad? Yeah, maybe. I got some of that uh, Agent X9 stuff. Secret Agent Corrigan. He, 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 like, the Alex Raymond, the shadow loomed large, and, and Williamson did everything he could. It would be so fantastic to talk to him because he had such a big inking career. Mm hmm and like what like what was that was that just like well i'm retired so like i could ink three pages in a day and that's just that my typical rate there's your, another example of that photo referencing and i'm i would i feel so sh confident in saying that he probably did the exact same moves here here's him as ming right here uh where with like artograph projector and all that to get like the basic stuff, but then you turn it into an Al Williamson illustration. Like, give this to Joey Jerkoff uh, in the peanut gallery, who's like, using photo references, blah, 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 blah. Take this photo and see if you could turn it into this. There, there's absolute art to I it. I love his sketches. I'm so glad that they include some of that stuff in here. It's so rich to see it. And they're pretty developed, man. Some of these sketches are super rigorous. You see all the folds and shadows and stuff on the sketch. Man, we are so spoiled with the reproduction quality of this stuff. Just amazing. Oh, man. This would be stuff that you would do a Qbert, right? Like throw the tracing paper on top, do another iteration. Yeah, I mean, the you, every assignment, you put the tracing paper over top, and you let the instructor go ham on top of your shit and show you everything you did wrong, and it's the greatest, most humbling thing where you realize, like, oh, there's a lot I don't know yet. Or, or they just do a couple of changes... And it's like, okay, I need to, I need to bone up on my anatomy or that's always wild. Like we would do that in, uh, in drawing classes and stuff. And occasionally the, the teacher would come through and that would be, it be like one, two lines. And you'd be like, oh my God, it's so much better. How did I screw yeah, up that right, shoulder? Right. <laughs> so Rick Veach would be helping out around this time, dude, doing this kind of shit, you know, the little control panels and things. It's great to see it this big. I wonder if this is about accurate for, uh, for size or if it's even, the might be even a little bigger. Yeah, the captions will often tell you if it's accurate to size. Man, I, I swear mean, to how God. How detailed is this I had this human figure. <laughs> I know it's Star Wars, but. Yeah, I remember that figure. Yeah. <laughs> They're pretty lively too for as um, photo referenced and kind of accurate as they are to human anatomy. Still able to put some some action, some motion in these. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, we looked at this Blade Runner piece as well. Neat to see that one. Yeah, it was, it's like too good for a Marvel book, that Blade Runner adaptation. Can't believe it's like Marvel put that out. Yeah, I was checking this one out as a piece of card art, but it doesn't say like uh, accurate to, to size. Uh -huh. But I, I feel like, you know, as a card, like that might be close. Yeah. Maybe just something in a mission there on their part. Man, these standalone illustrations are fun. Okay, shrunk to 45% of the original art size. So I don't know if that's an implication. The top images on this page and the opposite are actual size. So these would have been trading card art that, uh, that are then reduced. Boy, everybody was doing trading cards, Ed. Yeah. That's so funny. Look at the family Christmas cards and stuff. Unbelievable. But still with the uh, Williamson spin all over it. Yeah, It has course. nothing to do with holidays. I love the patterns too, you know, like again, going back to his uh, his inking acumen and stuff, like just adding that little bit of, add the polka dots. wonder if that's the, uh, if he's the guy behind Dusty Rhodes' <laughs> infamous polka dots. The rib gimmick. <laughs> just humbling stuff. Like, if this is all that comics was growing up, 
you would just say, I'm going to become a trash collector. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't grow to this. It's something to look at this and think like most of this skill set is not even part of, uh, like the American comics industry anymore. No. Like all of this rigorous lighting is just gone. Look at the folds. This is the stuff that I would eat up as a kid where it was like, like you say, you know, you'd look at that and think there's no way I can ever do this, but also I'm trying to copy it. Yeah. Seeing some of his um, DC work here. Yeah, I feel like we did some of the, like uh, the Superman Swamp thing. or, or This like, is Superman 400. I think we, we did this video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so this was like the future Superman part of the story. I feel like we've seen a bunch of these kinds of examples and some are really bad and some are really good. This is a pretty good one where you see like the overlap to create some depth. Yeah. And then the contrast between like rocky organic forms with a very crisp, maybe French curve outlined spaceship you know where it's such sharp contrast between that and the uh the rugged asteroids and everything oh my gosh wow <laughs> it's amazing. yeah it's feel, amazing. feel shame everybody else who's trying to draw asteroid belts oh, i miss him he he came to pittsburgh comic-con every every year for for a good 10 years there and looked spry as hell he he, he was he was bouncing around his hair was wispy white but he was so uh, charismatic and cool, and and I actually couldn't believe that he was the same Al Williamson that did uh, those old EC comics. It didn't compute. Like those comics were forty years prior when I, I was going to that convention, and he looked fifty. It's like, what? Like, are we ten years old? And the truth is, no, he was nineteen. Yeah, very young, and apparently lived right. Man, I look at a page like this, and I just think of the rigor, like. That feels like it would take me a week yeah. to ink that. And I mean, this book is full of these pages. Like, how fast would he have been, do you think? I don't think he was fast. And I think that we now in our culture, we allow for so much distraction. Yeah. And uh, he's not looking at no phones. Like, the only thing to distract him is him choosing to put on a radio or a TV and to pick up and field a phone call which can be expensive to make for people. So like just no distraction. And it's like, we have to build that back into our practice because the little bong from your email and the comments on the kayfabe and the emails coming in and the texts from your girl, yeah, like all of it takes your eyes away from the paper. Yeah. Um, a hundred percent. A note here from John Flesk's, thanking Mark Schultz is a guy who introduced him to the Williamson family. And I, I assume Schultz was close with Al Williamson. They were Pennsylvania cats. Yeah. So we got to talk to him at some point. We do. Um, we definitely like to bring him on here, but still the writer of uh, Prince Valiant, by the way, the, the, the other nice thing about this book is like, I have a fair amount of Al Williamson and various reprints and comic book, you know, comic book pages and things like that on newsprint. This kind of detail, really, you just don't get to see it in a lot of the comic book printing from the past. So to have a book like this that really is crisp and sharp and shows off that intricate line work that he's doing, that's great. What do we see in there? Just him on a motorcycle. <laughs> These dudes were, they were bros. You these know? pictures are brilliant, man. You talk about like if you're a book designer and you get a stack of access to these kind of photos to mix in with his art, what a beautiful art book. There's a meta component, dude. It's Al Williamson in the morgue. Mm -hmm. So he's looking through a bunch of photos in this photo. Fantastic. And, and, you know, a little, a little summary there from Mark Schultz, uh, speaking of Mark Schultz and his connection to Al Williamson, but great book, really well done. Says there's another volume in the works. 
Oh shit! So I'll take uh, that. Yeah, I'll be curious to see that one too. Um, but man, I, I hats off, John Flex. I've seen a couple of his books, and I've been impressed by all the ones I've seen so far. At this point, it's like, well, time to go to the website and and see what he's got, and just sight unseen grab whatever it is there's a there's an art adams uh kickstarter or something i don't know if all of these are kickstarted or, yeah, or how, how that works man but the guy uh you, your money's going to a good place uh trustworthy hands in terms of producing beautiful books he's building a track record i'll say that well said man good to go i am okay favors like follow subscribe to the youtube channel hit the bell we'll notify you when new vids are available king k favors get these videos before anybody because we serve it to them uh, live as we're recording uh, these things and as we edit them we give them to the King K Fabers first but the vids are brought to you by the books that we make Jimmy tell the people what you have my next book Street Angel Princess of Poverty will be coming out this summer from Image Comics you can pre-order that now this is going to collect all of the Street Angel comics that are not in Street Angel Deadly Squirrel Live so add both of those to your shelf and you will have a complete set of complimentary books there that tell you all the Street Angel stories so far other books that are available, Hulk Grand Design and The Plain Janes. You can also join me on patreon.com slash jimrug where you can see my latest comics being serialized weekly, uh, a couple pages at a time. Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus is coming to you later this year, man. 504 pages collecting the entire four volume set of uh, Hip Hop Family Tree that is out there, but it includes 140 pages of art and extras that are not in those four volumes, including a bunch of stuff that I drew brand new. To make this book a holistic thing man please put in your uh orders and pre-orders now sooner than later because i'm super proud of this book and uh, i want to make sure that you get a, a first printing uh starting in may we're going to be putting out the next and final round of red room comics red room crypto killers number one that's your cover right there for issue one that's your cover for issue number two murder on the dark web for fun and profit is the name of the game each issue completely self-contained there are two red room trade paperbacks out there in the wild uh, that you could get your hands on there are three volumes of x-men grand design out there and WYSIWYG. jimmy tell the people what else we have going on subscribe to the cartoonist kfabe newsletter at the links below this video you can also find cartoonist kfabe t-shirts merchandise hats mugs stickers and lots more at our spread shop that link is also under this video oh, great ways to support the cartoonist kfabe channel give them those marching orders and we'll be on our way read more comics